Are you new to teaching elementary music or do you feel like you're just spinning your wheels every day in your classroom? Maybe you're overwhelmed and honestly just don't know where to go for advice and mentorship. Hi, I'm Jessica, and when I'm not drinking all the coffee, watching Razorback sports, or hanging out with my family of boys, it's my passion to help elementary music teachers just like you teach your students by using your unique personality and teaching style. In this podcast, you'll find helpful tips, strategies, and ideas that will help you kick that stress to the curb and begin teaching music with confidence. Let's get started. Well, hello there and welcome back. Today, I'm going to share with you one of my favorite Valentine's Day activities and why it is a great activity to foster a sense of community in your music classroom. So we're going to go ahead and get started right away. So there are so many different Valentine songs you can teach your students. And in fact, in the show notes, I have a link to a blog post I wrote about five Valentine's Day songs you can do in your classroom. But today I want to share with you an activity. And let me tell you, this is a very simple activity, but I'm going to kind of put a twist on it. And it may be a way you have never thought about doing it before. So you've probably before seen a cakewalk or participated in a cakewalk, whereas basically someone plays a song and you walk around in a circle And then whenever the music stops, if you land on a dot, you get a cake or whatever. And so that's called a cakewalk. Well, the same way, this is a rhythm activity with paper hearts. You may know where I'm going with this, but I'm going to put a spin on this activity you maybe have never heard before. So the simplest way to do this activity is you have enough It's kind of similar to musical chairs, okay? You have enough hearts for each kid, you know, construction paper, you cut out a heart, and you put them in a circle on the floor. And this is kindergarten, first grade. You play a song, and maybe it's a Valentine's Day song they've already learned, and as they walk in the circle, you know, you have one heart missing, so whoever lands on the missing heart is out of the game. So the first thing I want to tell you about doing an activity like this, and then we're going to talk about how to make this a little more... um, complex. But the first thing I want to tell you about this is with your younger students, you probably already know this, but you have to really talk to them about why it's okay to lose a game, right? (laughs) We can't all win, but here's what I like to do with students when they do get out of a game. When they're sitting out, so they're just having them sit there because what usually happens when they're out of a game, they end up probably spinning in circles or talking to their neighbor or messing with something they shouldn't mess with, right? So give them something to do so they're not just sitting there, you know, bored. And so whatever the music is, they they can pat the beat to the music. Maybe they're standing up and they're walking to the rhythm of the song. Maybe they are, say, hey, make up your own creative movement to this song in your personal bubble while everybody else is participating in the game. Or you can just talk to them about how to be a good encourager to the other students that are still part of the game and encourage them to keep going. So that is a simple game. So it's basic, basically super simple. You play a song. The kids walk in a circle. They have to walk to the beat. Then when the music stops, whoever lands on the missing heart is out until you have one student left. Okay, so that's the simplest way. The next version of this game is where you have rhythms written on a heart. Okay, and this one's really fun to do with second, third grade. You can do it with your upper elementary too. But same thing, when the music stops, they play 
the, well, you can either have them walk around with an instrument and they have to play the rhythm. Maybe rhythm sticks would be the easiest thing to do. They have to stop, look at their paper, and play the rhythm that is written on their heart. Or another fun way to do this is after they play their rhythm, they have to find their rhythm twin somewhere else in that circle. So you're going to have two of the same rhythms written on uh, the heart papers. Okay, I hope that makes sense. So basically, let's say a child's playing ta ta ti ti ta with their with rhythm sticks. Then they're listening. They keep playing that rhythm while they walk around the circle until they find their rhythm twin. And then one of them stands by the other one where they were in the circle. And then the game continues. So then when they stop again, then you're maybe going to have two kids finding two kids and you're going to have a line of four until it goes all the way around and then maybe, you know, I don't know. You decide when it ends. So this is a really fun activity because they're still walking around to the steady beat. You're still playing some kind of Valentine's Day song, but then they have to stop and physically look down to see a rhythm, play the rhythm. Either that's the end of that game or you do a rhythm twin where they have to find who has the matching rhythm as me. Okay. Now this next way to play this game is where this is how it forms a sense of community in your classroom. You're already forming a sense of community by doing collaborative collaborative activities, right? Group activities. But I have this one class, this fifth grade class, who were constantly kind of, I wouldn't say got all the way to bullying, but they were just not nice to each other. They just were constantly like rude comments all the time and not wanting to participate and um, leave, wanting to leave kids out and constantly just rude, rude, rude. And I notice, as you all do, in the springtime is when most of the fifth grade especially, they're starting to act more like middle schoolers, and spring fever has hit. They're more just, everybody's sick of each other. There's been a lot of, <laughs> I don't mean it mean, but that's just reality. There's been a lot of inside recess days, and so the kids are just wound up. Um, but uh, let's just keep it real. Puberty's starting to hit, and anyways. So with this class, I decided, you know what? I need to do something totally different because I can't have them coming in here every week just constantly being on each other's cases and being rude. So without them knowing, the same hearts I had used, maybe I turned them over, I just cut out more. I wrote kind phrases on each and every heart. And so what happened was same thing. They thought it was, they were just playing a game. Okay, so when they stopped on their heart, when the music stopped, they thought this is so cheesy, but they ended up loving it because what happened was, so maybe one of the phrases said, I am loved, or I am special, or I am unique, or I am kind, or some other motivational phrase. So when they stopped, the music stopped and they stopped on that phrase, they had to say that to themselves out loud. Then we did a twist on it. Instead of saying, I am this, I want you to pick a student, maybe the one right next to them. Maybe you have to look at the student directly across from you. Maybe a girl has to pick a boy or I don't know. You, you figure out who they have to say it to. And when they stop on a phrase, they say that phrase, you are loved. You are funny. You are kind to some other student. So every single person has something said to them that class period. And what ended up happening is, we didn't play that the full class period. There's no way I could do that for 45 minutes with fifth grade, right? But what I was going to say is the next time they came in, I noticed, okay, we're, we're a sense of community starting to be formed again. They're starting to, okay, you guys, 
we're going to stop right now because you're all kind of being rude again to each other. And let's say something kind to each other. Let's remind each other what love really means and remind them that Valentine's Day is not just the mushy gushy kind of love, but all the different kinds of love there are and how they're all accepted and all unique and all special. And they all matter in music. We need everybody to participate because that's, you know, part of being a music class. And so once that happened, I noticed the rest of the year kind of went smoother. Did we have a perfect year? I mean, rest of the school year? Of course not. But just stopping, you know, and being like, you know what? I'm going to break from the norm of what I would normally teach with this particular class. And we got to kind of have a sense of community and camaraderie again because things are starting to get a little, you know. And so don't be hard on yourself. You are all going to have a class like that or classes that come to you and there's just it's either the weather has been too cold or puberty is hitting or they are just, I don't know. There's just something, maybe you get them right after recess and whatever happened on the playground, they're bringing to your classroom or whatever. Um, and so you're going to always have some issues you just have coming to you and just, you got to roll with the punches, right? So, um, so that's, that's what I have for you. Just three simple different ways of playing kind of like a rhythm cakewalk with hearts make it easy for your lower elementary and then for second, third grade do, you could do the rhythms and you can do the rhythm, um, the rhythm way with your upper elementary too, or you could with your upper elementary do the phrases, like I said, that are written on the hearts. All right, you guys, I'll be back next week to share my favorite President's Day activity and why I think it's okay to choose different methods of teaching music in your classroom. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in to the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, I would love for you to review the show and leave a rating on iTunes. To find out more about how I can help you gain momentum in your elementary music teaching career, head to thedomesticmusician.com where you'll find free downloads, courses, the blog, and so much more. Continue teaching music and never doubt the impact you're making each and every day in the lives of your students.